The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm Hey everybody, this is Sarah. Hi, it's Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Hi. We are so glad to have you listening and hope you are ready for some crazy stories. To... <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, we have exciting news. We do. Um, we're getting our COVID vaccines on oh, Friday. Oh, yes, we are. Finally. Finally. Yes. I don't know why Number we one. get them. I don't know why we're in line. I don't know why, but we are going Biggest to Biggest gunt. That's the line. <laughs> and we said, they said, ma'ams. You are front of the line. You seem to be at risk. Yes. For having yeah. the largest gun in Minnesota. <laughs> Please. You definitely uh, should be before all of these healthcare workers. We <laughs> said, yep, that's it. Yep. Thank that's you. That's it. Thanks, Gunt. That is exciting. Yeah. I'm so, so that's grateful. happening for us. Yeah. Uh, I'm very grateful. Else? We have two new Patreons. <gasps> I know. <gasps> And if Patreon is a, you can join, go to the Patreon webpage, find our show. You can join, pick one, pick a man. Um, and it donates money to our show, help produce our show. Anywhere from John Travolta to Jason Momoa, Rob Lowe, I, Burt I'm, Reynolds. I'm a huge fan of John Ham. John Ham. And his Hamaconda. And if you yep. have not looked at that, uh, you can't Tumblr. not look at it. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, so he's always a great one. Yeah. And he has absolutely a great one. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Gross. I love it. But we have Jenna Sander, Jenna S. Thanks, Thank Jenna. you so much. And Jamie's cousin Tessa joined. Mm. Yes. I she love that is amazing. Name. Yes, and she has detective experience. She yes. does not. I know. Very much so. What if we had a special guest? I know. She needs to comment on all of these yeah. criminals. She'll know just how to kick them right in the balls. Yeah. Did you did everyone see my dad sent me a meme? Oh, he post. tried a meme in the group. He was afraid to put it in himself, I think, but he emailed or he texted it to me and he said, "Here's for your group." Oh, cute. Kevin. Even though we swear and talk about foul I things. I posted it and then I, I said, "I'm sorry, I swear." And we had um the crazy woman asylum post that blows my mind of oh, the reasons my God. that women were put in to asylums. I have and own- not like a sanitarium because I'm still waiting to get into my sanitarium. <laughs> As, and it's a lovely place on the lake. You don't want anyone to fix no. you. You just want to be I want my, rolled around. Yeah, my wicker wheelchair, with an with the tall back, yeah, my afghan on my lap, the table next to me with my pills in a Dixie mm-hmm. cup, mm-hmm. in the lemonade, weeping willows, a Dogs, lake. Geese. Yep. And then just I ring a bell and they wheel me yeah. back into my room. Yep. I don't talk to anybody. No. Nobody talks to me. I, my meals are brought to me. 
You don't now have to clean is, anything up. Do you wipe your own ass if no. you're in it? Oh, you well, poop? Well, you maybe have your own bath. I would have to have my own bathroom in my room. Do you poop in your pants, though? No, I mean, I feel like I would still be able to function. I don't think I well, would I thought immediately you would be, poop in my pants. No, I thought you would be you. You just wanted to live in a sanitarium. Right. I mean, I would have the use of my legs, but I would insist upon the wheelchair. Right, right. That's what yeah. I was thinking. So, like, would I are don't you trying know. to fake I, it? I think I would poop into the toilet. All right. They might kick you out oh shoot i'd have to that seems i'd have to consider that yeah yeah but no a a filthy asylum that these poor women were put into for things like yeah novel reading and what was yours uterine uterine derangement yeah (laughs) we all have uterine derangements no i was obsessed i just kept reading it who put that tanya yeah I mean, absolutely ridiculous. This is what women have had to go through. You just try to live your best life on the one chance you get on earth and have opinions and be free. But if you're a woman before 1975, you might as well have just ate, pooped in your pants and ate shit and died. Were there any ones for the men on here? I'm sure not. Let me read it. You would have to be like literally killing babies in front of people for a man to get put away. This one says you could. Okay. What is this? Masturbation and syphilis was one. Well, I mean, can you help it if you have syphilis? But I guess if you don't treat it, you're not. Masturbation for 30 years. (laughs) What (laughs) does that mean? mean? Maybe that does, if it's 30 years straight, then maybe you do need a asylum. What has been wrong with you for 30 years? Who's been feeding you while you're masturbating? Yeah, if it's it's a constant. I don't understand that. Yeah, then you have an issue, I guess, if it's nonstop. And then on the other side of that, is you can also get admitted for suppressed masturbation. Well, what does that mean? What? You're just walking down the street? And you are th- you want to masturbate, but you can't? Do you do like a hand jerking motion to all the men you pass? <laughs> Say, hey, governor. And then you just do a jerking hand motion and they lock you up? I don't know. Well, because you can make men could make up all of this stuff and then just cross a list and say they'd wanted to get rid of their wife. They would go in and say she has uterine distemper or whatever. I know Dolly Parton's aunt or cousin or something got put in an asylum because she likes happened. to read books and she tells me her opinion. Please lock her up and have her sit in her own filth for 40 years. She has woman trouble. Oh, my God. Men are the worst. Oh, also, if you eat snuff for two years. Well, I mean, I don't want to eat the snuff. You could. I guess. That's weird. What is gathering in the head? I don't know. What is does that it mean? Does it mean fucked in the head? I mean, if you're fucked in the head, I guess. Hard study? Hard st- she's hard studying. <laughs> she is hard studying. Lock her up. <laughs> Hello, Govna. You was hard studying. (laughs) (laughs) Govna, just walking by. (laughs) Ma'am, are you hard studying? Oh, hard studying. You know me, hard studying. God. Yeah. You could also get admitted for the marriage of a son. You marry your son? What? If you marry your son or you just Oedipus? if your son Is that gets the one married? who married his mom? 
You could if your parents were cousins. Well, if you had tobacco yeah. and masturbation, there's a lot of you masturbated with, with tobacco. tobacco. <laughs> I guess then too. Yeah, I mean, um, some of these are absolutely certainly worthwhile. <laughs> I like this one. There's a rumor of husband murder. Well, you're locked up. Yeah. What are they? What happened to Bell Guinness? I think Bell Guinness. Guinness. Did they ever find her? Yeah, they did. Right. We should do that one for right, Patreon. Yeah. She was a weird bitch. Whoa. She would have been. But she had a routine down to a science. Yeah, she did. Um. Yep. So uterine derangement. Was... Yeah. Uterine derangement is pretty much standard for women. And, and dropsy. I looked that up. What is dropsy? I feel like that's when you had a stroke. Something like that. <laughs> Is it like you have a like a palsy, like a um, Bell's palsy? Maybe I don't know. You have to look it up. Let's see. It says an old term for the swelling of soft tissues, like gout, due to the accumulation oh. of excess water. In years gone Bloated? by, a person might have said to have dropsy. Today, one would be more descriptive, like the person might have edema oh. due to con- congestive heart failure. Oh God. I guess. It's fluid retention. Yeah. Well, that's me too. That's dropsy. Yeah. So like if you have cankles. Yeah. <laughs> you got the dropsy. The dropsy. Okay. And hard studying. <laughs> hard studying Tanya, your cankles. More thank you for this yeah, post. Yeah, that was brilliant. It has brought us yeah, hours joy. of fun. Yep. Um, so today for our show, I... Like I said, I had recently gotten us a Discovery Plus mm-hmm. app membership so that we could just watch 1,800 true crime shows mm-hmm. without commercials. God forbid those damn commercials get in our way. Um, <laughs> it also has HDTV, which has Chip and Joanna's new yeah. show, The Gains. I haven't watched it yet, but they quit their old show and now to it's make the new one, the new one on their own network, or, but it's, it's HDTV. I don't know. Network or something. Um, but I haven't watched it yet. And I'm just assuming it's the same thing, but mm. they have 1900 kids now. Mm-hmm. So they also have, yeah. How do they keep going? I have three and I, I can't don't know. even function. They have help. I'm sure. Cause they're rich as hell. God. They got cash. <laughs> cash money. Yeah. They got cash money. So this show was called Murder Calls, and I didn't know anything about it. I just literally picked one and started watching. So I had no idea how it would end as I'm watching the show. It's actually very intriguing because it starts with the 911 call. Mm -hmm. And these are kind of bonkers 911 calls. So once you hear it, you have to continue to see what happens. So it's actually a really good show to kind of get you really uh, sussed sucked in not sussed sucked in from the beginning because the 911 call you're like okay now i gotta figure out how it happened what is going on um some are really weird um so as i was watching this one like i said i had no idea how it would end um but i guess since we're using it for the show you can imagine (laughs) but this was a surprise yeah it kind of was i was very disappointed yeah it does take place in 2008 Mm mm-hmm and I think we had had a 2008 before, so I just kind of wrote random things down. What were we wearing in 2008? I feel like, I don't even remember. It's, I mean, and that's what, 13 years ago? 
Jesus. How is that so long ago? I, it was, it looked like uh, this, that Miley. Hannah Montana was Hannah huge. Hannah Montana was huge. And um, there's some pics of Avril Lavigne. Oh, God. Uh Amy Winehouse had her five Grammys. Oh, shit. I love, yeah. I fucking love Amy Winehouse. It sucks. I know. So That's bad. too bad. Man. Um, Heath, Heath Ledger died that year, too, mm, after he had just been the Joker. Dark Knight mm-hmm. came out. Um, We had lots of twins born. The Jolie Pitt twins were born. Oh. And J-Lo had her twins the same year. Oh, wow. Which I didn't realize. Everybody was watching Breaking Bad. Except me. Um, you never really saw it. It I was never very good. Watched one episode. It's pretty good. Um, movies such as the shit wig movie as we call it, Twilight. <laughs> and it's <laughs> Who is the worst actor with the shittiest wig? It's the Jasper. Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> Jasper never got better. <laughs> How did we know? <laughs> he had a He-Man wig that was blonde. I mean, like, sandy blonde. And he always was just staring always be like, off. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. he, had, mm-hmm. he had no lines. No, he never ever. had lines. And he just stared. <laughs> and his He-Man, a skew He-Man wig. And his powder face. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because they all are supposed to sparkle. <laughs> but they put, like, talcum powder yeah. on their... Like Ross on Friends on his legs with yes. his leather pants. Yes. Just matted baby powder baby all over powder their face. With and then his terrible skew. wig. Askew wigs that were clearly made from old brooms from 1800. And then their eyes were so red around the eye because right. they couldn't get the powder. Well, and they had and the a vampire too. Red contact lenses in that's probably mm. made their eyes bleed for real. <laughs> that's yeah. what you get for being in Twilight. Wait, did we go to everyone? Yes. Yeah, we did. Of course we did. Breaking wind. Yeah. <laughs> and the wigs were like this one, okay, they're gaining momentum. This one has a bigger budget. The wigs and the clothes are going to be better. Mm-hmm. And then again, mm-hmm. we were disappointed. Even when they had the fight at the, in the last one oh. with the the cloaked right vampires, yeah. they were still who horrible. laughed like yeah. or whatever his weird laugh was when he saw the baby <laughs> child. We were dying. Oh my god, it was hideous. Yeah, who? Why can't you just you? You could go buy a Halloween wig that was better quality. <laughs> You could. In a Halloween costume, vampire costume of better quality. You could. Oh. You really could. My God, that was terrible. Sex in the City movie. I didn't, I wasn't super into those, but I think I went. I went to it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I guess we felt like mm. we probably had to. Beyonce was Sasha Fierce. I didn't get that a whole lot. I don't get it when yeah. anybody does that. Yeah. Um, Jonas Brothers were super into their purity rings. And I think they were just plowing chicks and porking dudes or whatever, um, like the whole time. And they were, Disney, I think, made them talk about purity rings. I can tell you, because I watch Carpool Karaoke on yeah. the reg, um, yeah. there's an episode where James Corden takes Demi Lovato and the one with diabetes, the one with the beats. Beats is Nick. Nick, Nick. yeah. 
Um, Excuse me. And she take, oh, he takes Nick and Demi, and then Demi explains to everybody who he was fucking. Like, first it was, um, it was Miley, then Selena, then Miley, then Selena. And then James Corden was like, what, what? Say it again. Say it again. She was like, Cyrus Gomez, Cyrus Gomez. <laughs> and then he was like, weren't you wearing your purity ring at the time? When did you take that off? And Nick was like trying to be cerebral about it. And he yeah. was like, yeah, I wore it. And I decided to take it off when, when I fell in love. When I had a serious relationship. When I just went to the Disney cafeteria and yeah. there was pork and chicks left and right. Yeah. And then eating my pork and chips <laughs> and pork and chicks. And then I went back and filmed whatever and then pork some more chicks. The Jonas Brothers TV show that was on for yeah. one year. Of course. Rachel uh, loved them. So yeah. Everything Disney then Rachel watched. Oh, yeah. Cause she was seven. So perfect age for the... I liked Raven. Uh, that's so Raven. I like that show. I... Loved all of them. I do. I love Hannah Montana. Well, Dolly like Hannah Montana. is on Hannah yeah. Montana. So, I, of course, I love it. And I loved all of them. Yeah. I loved the High School Musical. Yeah, High School Musical 3. Yeah. was out in 2008. Huge ner- I think we went to see it in the movie. I know we did. It was in the theater. That was that the one. third one. Yeah. yeah. I, Rachel and I went, too. Because he has that basketball. He plays the basketball and sings in that one, right? He he plays. He sings with a basketball alone. I think I remember oh, that. And I he? think, how odd. Yeah. <laughs> how odd. Yeah, it's not the summer where they're at the no. pool. It's when they do the, it's their last play. Right. Yes. They're going to do a play. Yeah. And it's the golf club or golf course. No, that's the second one. Oh, that's one. the second one? Yeah, oh, yeah. geez. Yeah. I got it wrong. Anyway, so <laughs> murder calls. Again, just go to your Discovery Plus or Discovery Channel. What was Channel. your favorite song in 2008? Do you remember? I don't even remember. It was, yours was, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Oh, was that already 13 years ago? That was your Oh, my God. Mine was, Apologize by One Republic. Oh, yeah, I know that one. That's yeah. still on that my still plays Spotify. On, That's but like it still is on one the radio of my number all the time. I can't believe that was 13 years ago. Yeah. And then remember this one? I'm not going to write you a love yeah. song. Yep. Yeah. I loved that song too. And then I just brought up No Air by Jordan Sparks and yes. Chris Brown because Ugh. I was confused if they dated, but no, then we figured out it was Derulo. Yeah. God, a puke face. He is shit stained. Chris Brown, not yeah. Jordan. She seems like a nice girl. I think so too. I Jason Derulo's He's nice too. Nice. I don't know, but maybe I don't know. He sings opera. Well, that's odd. I don't know. <laughs> that seems weird to me. But good for him. Yep. So two thousand eight. What a year. What a year. Nerd alert. Yep. Murder Calls, this episode is hanging by a thread. Mm-hmm. I have no, like, as per norm, I didn't write down season or episode, but I think it's like season three or four. Just Google hanging by a thread. Yeah. Um, it takes place in 2008, May 20th. We're in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. That seems weird. I've never think heard of it. Me too. Maryland. So lovely area, lovely neighborhood. We see a lady in the kitchen, and it looks again as she is cooking goulash. It looked to not me the goulash like she was cooking up some goulash, and it 
Um, they just show her cooking and then they kind of fade away to the 911 call. So 911 answers. And then they tell you this could be disturbing Mm-hmm. for you you might not want to listen to it they give like a trigger warning yeah. but if everyone watching these shows is like it's why i'm watching bitch right it's called I'm, murder calls I'm watching i want to hear the murder call the gross yeah. body and crime yeah. scene what do you think i am new at this <laughs> get your who, who's not understanding they're watching I a true crime know. show I a baby <laughs> i thought i was watching the simpsons God. Oh, God. So the ho- the caller after 911 answers and goes, "Yeah, whatever." Yep. The caller says, "Hello. I just came back in my house and my wife is on the kitchen floor face down with something around her neck. Can you send someone right away?" Yeah. And so the 911 says, "Uh, is she conscious at all?" And the caller says, "No." And the 911 says, she's she's not conscious. And he says, no. And then they said, is she breathing? And he says, no. Oh, God, Antoinette. <laughs> and he says it like that. Ant, Antoinette. Yeah, he sounds so sad, like a yeah. sad puppy. And then we get like the murder calls title screen yeah. and things. Antoinette. Yeah. So now we know, oh, my goodness, something's happened to Antoinette. And her husband Poor is called. Antoinette. Um, we see a- investigative journalist who's explaining some things. Her name is Ashley Stevens, but did you see how she spelled it? Which no. A S H L E I. So that's Ashley, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Ashley. Can we please not spell kids' names weird anymore? Right. You don't need seventeen X's in Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> just one i don't know how we would know that this was so annoying yeah i but don't know how we would know kids names have gone off the rails off with their spellings the rails with the spelling yeah and then they laugh when you pronounce it wrong and you're like that's not how you spell jane yeah well why do you have 17 q's in jane j-a-e-y-n-e q-u-e-n-i-e <laughs> jane J-A-E? it's jane all right like Tarzan to Anne. Come on. So Ashley is an investigative journalist and she kind of explains the scene. She says Spencer Chase, who is calling on behalf of his wife mm-hmm. of 15 years, mm-hmm. Antoinette. She was found with an electrical cord around her neck laying on the kitchen floor by her husband, Spencer. We see um, prosecutor Sam Deny, I think, and I wrote Eugene Levy eyebrows. Um, I think I wrote that too. <laughs> his eyebrows. He looked just like Eugene Levy or his son, but more Eugene. It could not be. I love Dan Levy. He's like my hot gay yeah, crush. It kind of looked like him. Mm. Kind of, but more the dad, I think. Gorgeous. So it's, it's sounding like on the 911 call that he is describing a suicide attempt. And Sam mm-hmm. says it immediately kind of goes into a filing system when you call 911 as suicide. And they kind of label it as suicide before they even investigate, really. It kind of goes, in, he says it goes into a suicide attempt file or something, which is weird. I didn't realize that. It seems, I don't know, that you would want to kind of check the scene out. But it seemed like it, she hung herself is what 911 yes. was kind of getting. 
So 911 says, is your wife still hanging or is she on the floor? I mean, what a terrible thing to ask somebody and think about and have a conversation with I someone know. with. I know. Spencer said, yes, she's on the floor. And then 911 said, can you get the thing off her neck? I mean, how horrible that that's your job you go to when you hear these terrible calls, these horrible calls of people crying and screaming and horrible things happening to people. Oh, and then Spencer says, yeah, you want me to take it off? And then she says, yes, yes, uh, get it off. Yeah. But I mean, you would if something was around you your husband or child's neck, you would try to get that off so they breathe. And he just kept saying, like, you want me? I can't do it. Yeah. yeah and then he says, oh, God, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Yeah. Oh, God, somebody please come hurry. Yeah. Saying kind of like that. He was. Um. So then we see the detective Brown. Um, and I guess it's the Prince George County Police. And he has real slicked back hair. Like he used a whole tube of gel and slicked this hair back. Yeah. Um, he said it was a very emotional call. It was a really long call. So 911 says, tell me what happened. And Spencer says, I don't know, ma'am. I went out and I made a couple errands. I run some errands and I come back and her car is still running in the driveway and the garage door is up and she's on the floor. Please, somebody hurry up. Yeah. And so they say, okay, sir, do you want to try CPR? He says, I don't know if I can. You you can. Get it together. Somebody please come help her, please. So he's begging. And then 911 keeps saying, you know, help is on the way. Help is on the way. And then they show school pictures of Antoinette. So I don't know what she knows that we don't know because her school pictures were amazing. She had the most beautiful smile. She looked super cute. How does she get a school picture that is that quality? <laughs> and I, here is my second she, grade. It's sad. It's like she, she was so knew stunning. our story yeah. before we she knew, knew it to ourselves. Have, yeah, she a knew. good picture. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a stunningly beautiful well, school she picture. She was very photogenic. And right. She had her shit to Oh, she gather. was yeah. uh, quite an amazing yeah. woman. But here, here is my school picture, um, second grade. So my mom, um, to save some money, would take us to a beauty school, not <laughs> a real barber shop uh-huh. or beauty salon. Mm-hmm. We went to a school where they learned the art of hair cutting. So I what wanted. What happened to you there? Um, it was severe abuse. <laughs> I went in. With images of Daisy Duke and her curls and asked for a perm to look like um, Daisy Duke. Yeah. And the girl promised me that I would leave looking like Daisy Duke. And we all can picture Daisy Duke in her long, brown, lovely curls. And Um, her red tube top. Yeah. And her red in her white Jeep and her crossbow. She had a bow and arrow, right? Or yeah. I don't know. Um, I left looking like Annie. I mean, the curls, the sun will come yeah. out. It was when I looked at the mirror, I thought, okay, it was literally like just a round bulb of curls, that's like an not, old lady perm. Not what Daisy like Duke. when the the Golden Girls go to the one old lady salon and they all get the old lady perm. <laughs> that was my hair. Old lady curl perm. And then I had to go to picture date look with no. old lady perm here. Why Annie. did she do it right before picture date? Oh, I don't know. What are you going to do? You didn't even have time for the perm to relax a bit. No, it was. What happened to Natal? She had very long, dark, beautiful locks and just always has had lovely hair until she got her mushroom cut. And that was unfortunate. (laughs) 
but then she's always had lovely hair. Okay. Yeah. She didn't have my, I then had the mullet where you had the short sides that feathered and then the long back. Oh, my mom did not ever let me do that. I remember I asked for it in like oh, fifth God. grade and she was like, no, oh, we're, she we're not doing that. She knew. She knew. Oh, oh she saved you. Some. Thank you, mom. So we see this beautiful school picture of Antoinette. She was born in D.C. This woman was skilled. After high school, she went to Georgetown and I think Harvard. Howard. She went oh, to Howard. Howard University. Okay, I couldn't yep. read my own handwriting. Graduated. She works for the federal government and just yep. really then from there went up, 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 up because she was just so good at her job and competent. In 1983, um, she gave birth to her daughter, Monique. Yeah. Uh, she got divorced when Monique was six. So, you know, first divorce. Who cares? You know, just do it. <laughs> That's Nobody cares. nothing. That's yep. nothing. Uh, Monique and Antoinette seem to have an extremely close, loving mom-daughter relationship. Um, it seemed Monique, we do see the real Monique, and she just speaks, I mean, very, very highly of her mother. Yeah, they were best friends. Yeah, it's they like, were very yeah. close. We see a reenactment. It's 1989, and Antoinette, <laughs> for some reason stupidly decided to get on the planning committee for her high school reunion. <laughs> Who does that? She's an overachiever. Oh. She had a great school experience. She had good school pictures. I guess. She didn't she have the trauma. Successful. Yeah. She was like, yeah, bitches, I, I work for the federal government. I'm making bank. I would be at that table like, oh, God, I forgot about you. You suck so hardcore. <laughs> oh, God, look at this douchebag on this bitch. What Why about, am I here? What, what about when the guy who sneezed during his picture came? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what would you say then? I would be like, oh, you're so handsome, but I got to get that wallet in that picture. <laughs> you're so handsome. Well, I had like 4,200 kids in my class, too. So, geez. I had 66. Oh, we had 800, about almost 800, I think, seven something. That's too many kids. Yeah. You don't know who anyone is. And no. You hate all of them because they suck. You don't need to have a reunion know. then. No. Um. So she's at the table, working the table, probably passing out name tags, yeah. thinking under her breath, dick, <laughs> dick, <laughs> asshole, <laughs> bitch. And Spencer Chase comes and right away. And again, I'm watching this, not knowing how it ends. Not I fall in love with Spencer. Mm -hmm. He just has a smile that can light up a room. And this is reenactment Spencer, but it's probably and when you similar. have a smile that lights up a room, you're usually the one who's going right. to get murdered. Exactly. But and he's also on the planning committee and he looks at her like he's just had a crush on her forever. And he said, I've always wanted to talk to you, but I was always too shy. Do you remember me? And of course, Antoinette, who has it together, is like, of course, I remember you. And he says, I remember your beautiful smile. I mean, just how in sparks flew. They and flew. then... This part was cute. I thought I fell in love with him again. This is when you fell in love with him again? I know. The oh. reenactment. Spencer is leaving and Antoinette has little tiny Monique. They're holding hands, walking yeah. to the elevator. And so Spencer sees him coming to the elevator and he tries to hold it for them and puts his body in front of the door as it closes. And he's a, and he's a heavier set fellow. Um, <laughs> and nothing against it. I loved him. And but the elevator goes and hits him on his belly and it kind of bounces off and he pretends like, oh, you know, and then Monique has like the little kid giggles and it was yes. so cute. And, and he then he did it again and again and she was happen. laughing and laughing. 
And then we see the old Monique and she said right there, you know, I fell in love with him. And so she was just yeah. a tiny little girl and she he made loved her laugh him right away. And, yeah. And they just became a family. And she mm-hmm. said they were very happy. Um, she said, I liked him from day one. He was always laughing. He was the life of the party. They dated for four years and then he proposed. She moved up and up and up, like we said, in the federal government. She, too, got a mushroom, horrible mullet. She had an unfortunate um, The hair, wedding hair hairdo was for the wedding, yes. She had gone backwards. Right. Well, this is the 90s and things were terrible. I, I don't know. We didn't know what we were doing. Spencer worked at an old folks home, but Mm -hmm. he loved, he said, loved helping other people. And he liked knowing that he was doing something that was helping people. They show another reenactment of Antoinette and Spencer as a couple at church. Mm -hmm. And it pretty much just described as happy and love. Everyone loves this couple. They're super kind, really helpful. They actually seem generally happy to be helping out at church and helping people. A friend said they were like the power couple, well-loved by everybody. And he would look at her just with love in his eyes, and they just looked so happy. And I thought, all right, Spen- this, and I'm thinking at this time, Spencer obviously can't, what, you know, and has died. The first husband. Yeah, Spencer didn't do this. So I'm thinking, this isn't Spencer. I, you were, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. Spencer didn't do it. Right. I'm, uh, it's okay, not Spencer. Somebody else is doing right. that. They're going to come into the scene pretty soon, but it's definitely, right. it can't be Spencer. It's not Spencer. So 1997, they buy their first house, which is their dream home, yeah. and they all still are really, really happy. So they it's switch beautiful. back. It's yeah, a beautiful. Yeah, it's really neighborhood. Like, really lovely. Yeah, it's amazing. We're back to the current where 911 again is talking to Spencer, and they say, can you get her on her back? And then Spencer says, what am I supposed to do? Turn her over? And the 911 says, yes, roll her on her back. But again, if you have a dead body there, too. God. So you hear Spencer grunting and panting. And he says, oh, my God. And then he says, she's blue in the face. She's not breathing. And then the 911 is then starts trying to teach him to do CPR. Um, and then we kind of flash to adult Monique who describes her day that day um, later. But Monique calls Spencer's cell phone. So Spencer, on the phone with 911, you hear him say, hold on, my daughter is calling. calling. Can I answer? Can I answer? And 911 is probably like, what the? Oh, I guess. I don't care. You know, whatever. You're trying to give CPR to your wife, but I guess they answer the phone. Um, So Spencer says, I don't know what to do. And the... um, but he answers and Monique says, hey, have you talked to mommy? And she does call her mommy yeah, the whole time, yeah. which kind of is weird because yeah, she's in her 20s. Um, <laughs> Spencer says, hey, you got to come home. Something's wrong with mommy. And then Monique says, what's wrong? And Spencer says, I don't know. I just came back. I'm on the floor. I'm doing CPR. And you see Monique just grab her shit at yeah, work and run out of there. Screams. Um, and just yelling, is she alive? And Spencer's telling her, I don't know. Yeah. So she leaves her work. We see the ambulance pull up. The police are arriving. EMTs take over. They're trying to resuscitate. Detectives are already there. They all got there at the same time. She's bleeding out of her mouth and her nose, Mm -hmm. but she's not breathing. It looks pretty bad. Um, She's taken to the hospital. Spencer's following. Then the detectives arrive as they leave, and they're kind of just looking around at everything. And right away, they kind of just think it's possibly suicide because they look up. She kind of has a, like 
I mean, the upper floor looks in like a loft, kind of. Yes. It's like a railing. There's a railing above on the upper. Yeah, that hangs over yeah. the kitchen where she was found. They kind thought of like maybe the foyer. She, yeah. Again, the foyer. Yeah. The lanai <laughs> foyer. <laughs> that maybe she tied the extension cord and just tied it to the railing and jumped over. But I, the whole time I'm thinking, would a woman use a shit ass short extension cord? No. Would you? No. No. You would, I mean, I feel like a woman would at least, and I don't think women hang themselves. I, I feel like that's, when women are hung, it's always you find out someone did it to them. Yeah, remember in yes. California, yeah. that one lady? Ugh. I feel like that's not a choice. A woman would just take pills. I don't know. It's, well, it just looked like, for one thing, it looked like the railing, I mean, I would never think the railing could hold a grown human no, being. No, it would just crash yeah, on me and like I'd land just, on my fat yeah, ass on like, the God ground. damn it. Now I look like an asshole and got to fix yeah. the railing. <laughs> but she had she, she had a short ass, tiny, yeah, short it was extension like cord. Like, this is going to do it. Like, that's not even, this doesn't even yeah. work in any no. situation. As an extension cord, it doesn't no. even work. So they're underneath like the banister, the upper floor is up, the police are looking, there's... Um, they see the cord that was left. There's hair on it. There's blood on it. Yeah. She had broken blood vessels in her neck. And they think, well, maybe she just tried to hang herself, fell, jumped over the banister. And as she dropped, the cord just snapped and she just dropped. It just still, it seems odd. But then they remember that the garage door yeah. was open and the entry door was open and her car was still running in there. So it could, just there yeah. were some things that, that were seemed like, odd. Yeah, maybe someone entered then and attacked her, and it wasn't suicide, and maybe made to look like suicide. Right. Monique and Spencer are at the hospital when the doctor comes out and says Antoinette is dead. Um, obviously, they're devastated, crying, and it's at the hospital they get pulled into another room and are asked questions by a police officer from the suicide division. And that's mm-hmm. where Monique keeps saying, what are you talking about? Mm-mm. And Monique is denying that it's a suicide. She said, I saw her this morning. She was happy. She's been very happy. Like this is not, she did not commit suicide. She would never commit suicide. It seems like Monique lived with them, right? Yeah. Like, she's still she's dead. She's still yeah. dead. Even though she was an adult and went to yeah, work. I think she was like 21. Yeah, she yeah. was youngish. Yeah. Okay. They talked to Antoinette's friends and said there was no indication of suicide. She would never, she's never, she would never do it. This was not, they had no indication that she would do this. But again, you know, with suicide, you sometimes you'd have no idea. It's, I know. You know, it's, yeah. it's a hard, hard thing. Detectives now um, say suicide might be unlikely just because of the scene and the reaction from her family and friends. There's, and and yeah. yeah, they did. They looked at the banister and there wasn't even a scratch on it. If I jumped over that banister, it would be just, dis- it would be kindling. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> kindling. Just crushed like Chris Farley falling on a table. Just crushed. They're like, fuck. And then, of course, a kindling, a shatter would just go right through my eye or something. Like now I just have a stick through my eye. I got a baby cord, extension cord around my neck. My butthole is cracked open. Yeah. Fuck. God, I fucked that one up. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. Well, they didn't think it was likely. They were like, this is homicide. No, that doesn't seem to work. This is homicide. 
Monique and Spencer walk them through their morning with Antoinette. Um, she was cooking in the morning. I'm still maybe thinking it's goulash. Um, <laughs> I don't think we eat goulash in the morning. I feel like it looked a little bit like a goulash. I, n- noodles in the oh, morning? It was kind of vegetable-y, maybe. Eggs and vegetables. I felt like maybe it was an omelet, maybe. a garden omelet. It could be. They Monique, were fancy like that. Yeah. I, th- I feel like they ate garden omelets. They didn't have a goulash in the morning. They, I don't think they ate goulash. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Monique, sadly, was at, this was her second day at her I new know. job. And so she was just so excited. She just says pretty much goodbye to mom, mm-hmm. like grabs her stuff, kisses her mom goodbye, runs out the door. And Antoinette says, I love you and have a good day. And Monique just says, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So Antoine, oh, Monique then decides she's going to call her mom when she gets to work just to tell her like I got here safe or whatever mm-hmm. and there's no answer so she calls her again and texts her at lunch again no answer which seems very odd to her since they were so close it sounds like they talked probably multiple right. times a day um, she tried her work cell and her own phone because Monique or, I mean Antoinette had quite a few phones for work for her federal job yes as well as her personal phone and then she actually called spencer and that's when spencer was on the phone with 911 and that's when he was like something's wrong with right mommy, mommy i found randy, mommy randy's right you're making next me to us. very I know. nervous you're very close to my pink cord he's looking at it god randy don't be a dick, Randy. Police asked Monique about her mom's relationship with Spencer. And Monique says, you know, they had rocky times. They've broken up a few times. And I think, what? I why know. would Antoinette leave Spencer? And why would Spencer leave Antoinette? I don't believe you, Monique. I said, it is not Spencer that did this, Monique. So please stop leading to conclusions that makes me think it's Spencer because it's not Spencer. <laughs> Do you... Like in almost every murder, it'll say like, oh, they split up for a little while. How are couples splitting up, but then getting back together? I don't know. I am not like who ever can... getting back together with an ex-husband because they suck balls. But when you're still married, like who can leave and be like, well, just joking, I'll come back in right. a week. I don't like, know. Because I feel like your problems are still all there. They don't go away, do they? I don't know. I just now maybe people work it out. It's I just don't know. Too lazy to leave. Period. You just well, stay yeah, together you and stay, you be yeah. miserable. If you leave, you just cut it off because yeah, you already got one foot out the door. You might as well end it. <laughs> or just stay because you have forty two uh, kids yes. and you just raise them and then you figure so out hard. you know when the kids are gone, I'll just go on a vacation and never come back. <laughs> and that's how it, everyone does it. I'll just stay. But yeah, it's breaking up and back together. How exhausting. I don't know. Just the thought of like, where would I go? I mean, I guess I would come here. Yeah, you can come here and sleep with Randy. Yeah. Yeah. She'll bite my face off. Yeah. He probably would. Yeah. I mean, he, now he wants your champagne. I know. He's had some water here too. But there is no violence with Spencer. No. In his history ever. Well, of course. Spencer has been just a delight to society his entire life and is a kind, yes, and loving man. Old folks yes. and drives pastors around. Yep. He washes old wieners and changes old he diapers does. and loves every minute yes. because he's helping. Spencer then goes to the police station for an interview and the police um, ask her, you don't or ask him, you don't believe she would hurt herself. And he says, I sure hope not. 
And he said, when I left home, she was alive and well. Mm-hmm. And his morning was he gets up with Antoinette and Antoinette usually leaves for work between 930 and 11. What in the what job is this? And how can I get this job? She can just randomly just leave whenever and has that whole morning. We eat our lunch at 10 a.m. I know you literally do. Oh, my goodness. I leave at 6 a.m. for work. But then I'm mental. I don't have to leave that early, but I like to be early at work. <laughs> Why? Because nobody's there. And it's Ugh. nice. Um, I run in at the yeah, you ass crack. Really of... cut it close. Yep. Um, he was preparing Spencer to leave for his job at the old folks' home. He opens the garage. He takes her car out when she's about ready to go, starts it for her for her, warms it up. Mm-hmm. Um, even though look look kind of like a super sunny day, <laughs> but, I was confused by yeah. that too. I'm like, is it because we warm up our below? car because it's yeah. negative twenty two in the yeah. morning? But maybe you warm up your car or your air conditioning on a hot day. I don't know. Maybe he leaves and runs some errands about town. He didn't need to be at work until later in the afternoon. He went to CVS, yeah, Burger King. Well, of course, and the bank getting some cash. And he is on camera at these places. And he is, yes, Um, And he has receipts from these places. And he was gone between 11 and 12, which is when he just assuming Antoinette would be leaving at 11 for her job. When he comes back at noon, he sees that Antoinette's car is still in the driveway and still running. The garage door is open. And that's where he does notice the entry garage door into the house is also open. And you see him creeping in in the reenactment, really nervous, like yeah. did someone break in. Spencer admits to the police that, yes, um, they did have their ups and downs as a couple, but he said he would never hurt her. He had no history of drugs, assaults, no pattern yeah, he of had abuse. no record at all. They, and so they were yeah. just like, this just doesn't happen. Right, and the, he's so yeah. soft-spoken. Yeah. And it looks like a teddy bear, you know, and just seems like so kind mm-hmm. and you know, they really just thought it can't, this guy can't do it. Like he can't kill somebody. Um, Spencer did have his receipts on the kitchen island showing that he did go during the time he said for that hour. Um, Police think maybe it could have been a robbery then. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a really nice house. She had a six figure job and Mm -hmm. still could leave whenever she wanted in the morning. This job is amazing. Unreal. Spencer shares um, his theory to the cops that he notices her purse and her phone. So she had two work phones and a personal phone were gone. Spencer also said that Antoinette had a male friend that she often spoke to, but Spencer did not know his name. He said she had a confidant. Yes. And what did I start singing right then? You're a friend and oh, a my God. Of course you did. Yes. And if you threw yeah. a party and invited everyone. She would just invite knew. the one male friend. She confidant. would just invite her confidant. Spencer leaves the police station. And as he is going, he says he would do anything to help the police. But he gives him a final word. And he says, if you find the person with her phones, you will find the killer weird yes oh. and the police are like okay okay <laughs> um police he says it yeah. like three times and he turns around again right if you find just very agatha christie purse and yeah. phone her cute parole yeah police believe 
definitely now that it's homicide, the autopsy um, finds that it's definitely not suicide because there's so much wounding to her neck, Mm -hmm. which is consistent with a choking death. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult, strenuous death to choke somebody it takes minutes minutes and minutes during struggling and that you have to be strong and it broke she had broken yes, bones and, in her neck right and her nose like blood was coming, and out, blood of her was nose. coming out of her nose Jesus. so it was yeah pretty violent. violent police um then decide okay we got to find her purse and cell phones and try to recover them one of her phones did ping about six miles northeast from their home They had searches out, people out, like, walking hand in hand, like, at the beach when a kid Mm -hmm. is supposed to drown in the beach. Did you ever have that? And everyone in the beach has to, all the parents have to walk hand in hand through the beach looking for the drowned kid. That happened to you? All the time. We would have to have, like, kid searches. And all the parents would have to get up, like, in our fake beach at our, like, park reserve or whatever. Did people die? Well, no, just the kids went and got candy or something or went to the park. (laughs) And so the parents always freaked out. And then we had to do the parent line where they all held hands and walked through the whole water and kicking their legs, searching for the dead body. It happened all the time. Never experienced that. And then we always have to have like safety calls where they would blow a whistle and everyone had to leave for like five minutes. You could figure out where your kids were. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess we were. That was the 80s, Pieces though. Pieces of shit. You didn't have to be five yeah. feet away from them. Just, oh, look at the mom and dads are hold, hand in hand looking for the dead bodies again. <laughs> I guess let's go get ice cream. That's traumatic. I know. It happened all the time. Oh the bastard kids were, no, there was never any kid in there. Yeah, now they make you be like right next to your kids at all times oh. yeah we used to they, parents never watched which you. makes it no fun to go to the no. pool at all because no. you can't lay down and read a well, book yeah, you, you just to told your kids take off your damn kids yeah gross searchers did not find anything in this area so they tried to get her phone records and yes there were several unidentified numbers on her phone so they just cold called all of them like who are you why did she call you who are you why did she call you Mm -hmm. they found one number that was called a lot and his name was raymond labby that's bad labby i don't know oh yeah raymond i just wrote he was much younger yes so it was a very handsome younger man he was handsome the Ray- man who yeah. played Raymond. The Ray- man who played Raymond was quite a looker. Yeah. <laughs> he comes into the police office and says they were just friends. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he was much younger. They would just talk. They had dinner. They just liked each other. Um, Monique believes that her mom wouldn't have had an affair. It just mm-hmm. wasn't her thing. Um, but I feel like why would she be having dinner with Raymond and talking to him on the phone so much? Why do you think... Do you think the real Raymond was as cute as the fake um, Raymond? May, well, if the r- fake Raymond, yes, she would have had an affair. So maybe real Raymond. I don't know. But I mean. It seems like she was looking. I think she just wanted a friend to talk to, really. She was mad at Spencer yeah. sometimes. and um, Police zero in on Spencer now. And I said, you know what? Absolutely not, show. No. Go take it and get bent and stick it up your butt. Get <laughs> And you Get are not murder going after Spencer. Mm-mm. He didn't do it. Don't you do this to my Spencer. He did not do it. Raymond was ruled out. So who else would there be? He had a rock solid alibi, that Raymond. Yeah, I guess. He was at work doing something. I don't know. Oh, 
talking Jeez. to the other ladies around the water cooler. When they look closer at Spencer's relationship with Antoinette, they find many issues. So the reenactment here, Spencer's looking at Bill's and he's sad. And he's so cute in this one, too. The scene. And I just thought, you know what, Spencer, you didn't do it, bud. He says, you know what? I can't pay this bill, Antoinette. I don't have the money. And then Antoinette and he then he gets sad and he's sad that he can't help her out more and pay more of the bills and they have to like rely on her salary. Yeah, they said Antoinette was the financial backbone of the the relationship. Every woman I know is the financial backbone of their relationship. I wrote so fucking what? I know. We all are. My God, every woman is. They're the financial backbone most of the time. And the emotional backbone, the cleaning backbone, and the I'm home the to watch other kids backbone. Background, right. who needs to go where background, what are we eating for dinner background. Going to Target and buying food people will eat. Don't worry, I'll fucking scrub your shit out of the toilet backbone. Yeah. We are everything. I know. Everything. So what, Spencer? Yeah. Be like every other man and quit feeling sorry right. about it. And just tear up your underwear and throw, <laughs> throw it, it in, in the, the pile yeah throw it in the hamper and do don't nothing. worry Antoinette will clean, clean it, it up so her being the ba- breadwinner made Spencer feel bad about himself but Antoinette reassures him it tells him she loves him and says it's okay I love you no matter what um and that seemed very loving Spencer did not make a lot of money but he liked to spend money I mm-hmm. also wrote like everyone, like everyone. um I would spend I spend money on um if it's foolish and dumb mm-hmm. and I don't need it mm-hmm. immediately click add to cart and purchase um tonight I stopped at my sister's before I came here and she's like I love your shoes where did you get them and I said oh they're sorrels or sorrels oh that's or my weakness yeah oh. and I was like I saw them on Facebook you know as I was scrolling it said like yes. these are half off or whatever I was like they were like 48 bucks so I just bought them they're never and so she was like, like 300 so she's like i'm gonna get them and then she looked and she's like megan these are 84 not 48 and i was like oh that's probably how much they were i don't know in my yeah. mind i just transpose them yeah. and i feel better about myself yeah she's like they're 84 not 48 and i was like so what they're cute well, yeah, they're normally still- 300 yes. for sorrels like literally i know i have oh my god spencer spent a lot. He bought Antoinette gifts. Hmm. I've never experienced that from right. a beau or a husband. No. Unless the gift is like, here's a toilet plunger. Do you want to hear my story about how much weight I lifted today? Oh, yeah. Here's my gift to you. My guns? Yeah. You know what I did for my work? No. No, I don't. No. That's not a gift. That's not a gift. A gift is listening to something I might be interested in or hint 1,400 times that I might enjoy or say, oh, gosh, my earbuds aren't working as well. Oh, dear, I sure could use some new ones. I just want to go to dinner without the kids once. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Whatever. Jewelry he bought her. They would go out to dinner. He would Mm. buy her flowers. He was very devoted he cared about her a lot. They show them at dinner, very in love. He's giving her a gift. They look happy. They're drinking wine and just enjoying each other and staring into each other's eyes. The police just flat out think he is incapable of murdering yes, her. Yes, because he's just like, he is. caring. He is incapable. Yeah. And I was like, Spencer didn't he wouldn't do, do it. this. 
He loves her. He buys her stuff. He cares. He said Antoinette when she on the and wine. So the case slows down because they just they can't believe Spencer would have done it. There's no leads. Um, the one detective really thinks I got to still find these cell phones. I know they're out there in this area. He and had he, very slicked back hair. That's what I said. Yes, his hair. He used uh, some sort of yeah car grease. Pomade I don't or... know. Um, it was very hard and very back. <laughs> he could have been in yep. a hurricane force winds and that hair that would shit not have wouldn't moved. have moved no. no he decided to be smart which i wouldn't have even thought of what he did uh, this part didn't make sense to but me, he but... used gps to really hone in on where that ping was or the ping where that ping was and it led him to a different spot Still in the same area, but a different spot than everyone searched. Which and it was like a street. Sense, but whatever. It was but a street. It was a street. And what yeah. I would have done is just looked on the street, but <laughs> and went, oh, well. I don't but see he started lifting up yeah. all the sewer oh manholes. I never would have thought of that. Well, can you even do that? I, I don't know. I'm a wimp. People can't just lift up s- I don't know. He like lifts. tore those up and lifted them like he was he-man I, threw them down and started looking in storm drains he was like a teenage mutant ninja turtle yeah. he, he fucking was, lifted yeah. them up and went yeah and threw them <laughs> he's like splinter yeah splinter are you down there right is that the guy who lived in the sewer no that was a bad guy right who was the guy the ninja turtles them? lived in the sewer that i don't know i didn't i wasn't a fan of the ninja turtles you'll have to look it up <sighs> okay so he looks in a few manholes, and then in the last one he looks at, there is two plastic bags right in sight, right at the bottom of the manhole, and in the plastic bags is cell phones and a purse. It's a he found it. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I wouldn't even thought to do that. So smart. He also, he pulls up the bags, and also there are rubber shoes, why do you, is that gardening you would have rubber? Why do you need rubber yeah, shoes? For, or you can, My small, well, if you're you a put nurse, rubbers yeah. over, this is gross. And when I say rubbers, I don't you mean, mean a condom. But on the rainbows. farm, you used to call them rubbers because they were just little black things that you put over your cowboy boots so that they wouldn't get oh, ruined. I see. Like in mud. They well, were that makes called sense. rubbers. Gloves, a Swiffer pad. There you know it's not a man right there. <laughs> and yep. another bloody hair-filled short-ass white cord. And then this is when I was like, what the hell? Why is there another cord? I know. That's weird. Now it looks as if the murder had been cleaned up due to the Swiffer pad covered in blood. And all of this other stuff, gloves, rubber shoes. So that mm-hmm. means there was a staging of the murder. A staging of the murder means it was not a random just break in because the person's not going to stay for nine hours and clean up. They're going to go in and out and run away. Right. Um, because you don't know if other people are going to come home. Someone who's going to stage the murder knows people's schedules at the house. So here our best friend Luminol comes in again. Oh, they sprayed it. They sprayed it all over the kitchen and found way more blood than there actually was. Blood smeared, kind of a pool of blood. And that's where they figured the Swiffer pad was used. I'm hoping it was a wet Swiffer. Would you just Um, use a dry Swiffer to clean up blood? I don't know. But a man wouldn't know. I'm hoping it was a wet. 
Cleanup would have taken hours, they thought. This was a calculated, planned, and not random attack. Mm -hmm. DNA was found on all of these items, and it was belong- the DNA belonged to Spencer, Monique, and Antoinette, but they really had nothing there because those three lived together, and if these items were in their home, I mean, their DNA is going to be on right. everything anyway because they live there, it's so a good defense find. attorney yep. would just be like, well, he lives there. His DNA is all over the place. Yeah. So Monique was at work. Spencer's alibi is confirmed because he mm-hmm. was running these errands. He is on camera, mm-hmm. actually, at the bank. He has receipts, timed receipts. And then the church said, Brother Chase, he no, didn't do this. Brother Chase, oh, I wrote And I that said, down Brother too. Chase didn't do it. No. Police, though, start talking to friends, and, Moni- and Antoinette's friends start talking. Mm. Um. They give him a little bit of a hint that stuff wasn't going well in the marriage. And Monique fills the rest in. Spencer, I couldn't believe her. And I wanted to go slap her across the face. Monique. Oh, said Spencer was becoming more controlling and jealous. Mm -hmm. Spencer, why'd you do it? (laughs) He would say, where were you? Who are you talking to? And he would pull her phone records. He literally went and got her phone records yeah. and, and confronted her on who are you calling? That's a problem. Antoinette looked at him like, oh my God, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, don't do this to me. Um, so he just was trying to control everything she did, getting jealous, losing his shit. And so, just yeah. from, I mean, that just makes you feel bad when you're not doing anything wrong and because we're women and we always right. take it per I don't know right I guess I have to change well I'm not you know yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong no, you're I'm being, being a dick yeah I'm being me right and if you can't accept it go piss off but no you just think I'll, I, we take it on ourselves all the time and it's years before we realize God, what know. we should have realized right away go fuck yourself like their controlling behavior their jealousy is on them. Right. It has nothing it to has do with nothing us. Nothing to do with us. My choices are my choices, and because you act how I do, that's on you. Yeah. Oh, Spencer, I just this is like hurt therapy. my heart. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it, do you know that when you're 25? No, uh-uh. you're too stupid. Uh-uh. And so you just have to learn through time and you make dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb, dumb choices. Yeah. Some people are smarter than I was at 25, but I learned by doing uh... the dumb path. And it took a long time. I just talked to our young friends this weekend yeah. who are getting married or just got married and such babies or are not yet married and they're in their early 30s and they're like, we missed our first divorce. Like they did. we survived our first divorce. Yeah. You almost need it just because then you just and I said, don't You're give right, a you fuck. guys. But they made it through and now they're happy. They made it and they didn't, they don't have the shame of the divorce no. like we do. No, you don't have to be ashamed of a or divorce. Or the hard. You have PTSD, that's for horrible sure. Horrible years. <laughs> Those were awful. Yeah. Awful times. And had I wished I made better choices, of course. Yes. But what are you going to do when you have poop brain? Oh, I don't know. Marry a dick. I guess. A huge dick. Mm, who's the hugest dick I see in this area? You. <laughs> Let's get married. You're a total asshole. I do. Sign me up. Oh. You're just a f- huge fool who's mentally ill. Check. Mine. Gotcha. <laughs> so Antoinette and Spencer get separated. They agree to separate. Yep. 
and kind of spend time uh, apart. And she was really happy. She finally. was very happy. After a short time, they just agreed to get a divorce and to just move on their separate ways. And it seems like they're very like on common ground. They're working it out. And it seems to be agreeable at this point. Right. We go to two days before her murder. They both agree that Spencer's going to move out. I think like at the end, of, was it pretty soon or something like that? I don't know. I think he did. Or moved did out it, already. He did yeah, move he out did a move out bit. already. Yeah. So she goes to work and is like happy, clicking bells, jumping up mm-hmm. and clicking her heels, singing songs, rejoicing. <laughs> Everyone at work is like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Oh, happy day. Yeah. She is oh, singing and looks ecstatic. Oh, happy day. Yeah. Yep. Antoinette tells people she wants to move to Texas and start over. Oh, Jesus. And, yeah. She is so happy. Then we get to the day before the murder. Spencer leaves work early and waits outside Antoinette's house What's for two psycho? hours in his car waiting for her to come home. Yeah. Oh, Spencer, you are disappointing me here with this foolish <laughs> You're behavior. You're losing it, buddy. You are losing it. So Antoinette comes home and sees him in her car and is pretty much like, what the hell is wrong no, with you? She was not having it. No. She said, we agreed. You're moved out. We're done. This is over. We already had an agreement. Why are you bringing all this up again? I mean, how exhausting to go right. through this cycle all the time. Right. Just find someone else, you dumbass. Yeah. They fight and fight. Um, they go, they take the fight inside. And Antoinette, because they didn't want to do it yes, in the driveway. And and she have had the some neighbors. dignity. Yeah. Spencer spends, they spend one last night together, they said. I hope she didn't make that choice. Um, I think she did. Oh, Antoinette. Oh. The next morning. Come on, Antoinette. She was dead. Damn it. So what stood out to police was Spencer's receipts. So when they look at the receipts from the errands, they are correct. They from were from that time. He did go to those places. But when they walked in, the receipts were laid out, literally laid out perfectly in full view on the table. And they said Spencer would have had to step over her body to get to that table and then take the receipts out of his wallet and lay them out nice and flat in full view. And the police said, who would have done that with their bleeding dead wife on the floor? No one. No one. Right there, it told them everything they needed to know. Spencer also denied wanting to try CPR several times. Yeah. And the cop said, uh, who, again, would do that if this is their wife? Yeah, you we would have try it, on it. tape. We have you saying, I right. don't think so. I'm not going to try it. I just don't think Please I can. somebody here. You, you try it. Or you at least have seen a show, a hooker, whatever that hooker, PD, or Cagney and Lacey or something. TJ Hooker? TJ Hooker, Hooker PD. <laughs> That's NYPD. You saw TJ Hooker and they did you CPR once. And you know how to do it. ER. ER. We know how to do it because we watched ER. We can do a whole surgery. We know how to do it because we went to CPR training we did for our other training. job. Another, another job. Remember yeah. when we had to do that? Yeah, we were so great at it that <laughs> I just, I couldn't save anyone's life now if I tried. We would have to go to that thing and push a button on yeah. the box yeah. and like charge it. Yeah. And then clear. They kept saying it will tell you what to do. And yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it does. I don't really want you to put it on the tits. It. <laughs> <and zap> it. 
clear. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. One on her tits and one on her belly button? That's how it goes. One on his know. balls and one on his eye? <laughs> Zap. Oh, he's not even out cold? He's alive? I'm sorry. Sir. <laughs> I didn't free, mean it. It's free electrolysis yeah. of the balls. Right. <laughs> Zapped you good sir. there, sir. Oh. Police are now discovering that Spencer is the only one with motive. He is the God only one it. with opportunity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely inappropriate, Spencer. <laughs> inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So very shortly afterward, I think September, this was May, month later, he's located in his car. He's kind of driving around the neighborhood weirdly. Um, He's arrested. So what they had figured that Spencer did, that he planned this whole thing out. So after Monique leaves for work, Spencer right away as she's cooking the goulash... Attacks and kills Antoinette, and they show the reenactment mm-hmm. where it just looks so violent. Mm-hmm. And again, it takes five, six minutes. Yeah. It looks really, he put he yanked her off, and her feet were off yeah. the floor and just shaking until like she was it. still. It was so awful. Because I loved her. They were. I liked and her him. too. I know. I liked them both. There were nail marks on her neck where mm-hmm. she was trying to dig and get it off. I mean, she must have been terrified. Oh God. He then. I mean, it takes minutes. They said minutes of mm-hmm. hard struggling to strangle someone. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, fu- I mean, because you, they could just pass out and wake up. You have to just right. keep you have holding to make it. sure they're. Oh, oh, that's so. He yucky. goes out then after just strangling and killing his wife. She's bleeding on the floor. He's broke bones in her neck. Her n- blood is pushed up out of her nose. Ugh. He runs errands and goes to Burger King. He comes back, calls 911 after laying out his receipts and putting his Burger King on the table. Wouldn't you just drop it if it was, I mean, of course, if you wouldn't have even made it to the table. No, you You would have dropped dropped everything everything on the floor right there. And why would you be carrying all three of your receipts? Like I shove my right. receipts everywhere mine are, in the car. Mine fly out in the in wind the, yeah. the second I walk outside. I'm like, oh, well, there would crumpled one. up in my purse. Yeah, yeah. I know. He took all of these items of evidence after he cleaned up what he could of the blood and put a new cord, a new short ass white cord yeah, around her neck. That's weird. weird. Um, maybe he thought like his hands DNA would be on the cord, but then he could say, I live here. I've touched the cord. I don't know. Uh-huh. He did the errands. He went to the storm drain, threw him in. Since Antoinette was the breadwinner, he started freaking out when she kicked him out because he realized his life of spending and dinners and all of that was her Living money. in the sweet ass house. This nice house. Yeah. He was also overly jealous. So he thought, if I can't have you, no one can. The typical Ugh. dick move. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have been poor and he did not want that. Mm-hmm. In 2010, after his trial, he is guilty life in prison. And the saddest part was the end with Monique. I know. Where she regrets that when she went out for her, she was so excited for her new job. She kind of just ran out the door and her mom said, I love you. And she just said, okay. She said, I didn't say I love you back. I mean, then she has to live with that. But you don't think your mom's going to be horribly murdered. You think you'll just talk to her. she loved Spencer. And he was like her dad. And so she lost her mom and her dad. She lost both parents. That was, this is what I wrote at the end. Oh, Spencer. 
Poor Monique. Yes. It was sad. It was so sad. Well, I mean, all these are terrible. But Spencer, what the hell? He lost his shit. My God. Why? Why do you do this, Spencer? I was rooting for you. How do you make it to... 50 some years old and then kill someone right after a whole life of just being a pleasant person that is i mean just to go to a violent murder yeah what snaps in your head i don't know i'm sure monique would have given him well couldn't he been a dick and got alimony yeah i mean just been like you pay me and he could just sit on his ass weird I, I, i just it blows my mind that these are the choices people make yeah. And then how do you do that to someone like, I don't know how you kill someone that was your partner and loved, I mean, loved you. Or and, just kill someone in, in general. general. Yeah. But still. Eek. I don't get it. And knowing that you're going to hurt your daughter. I, uh, you can't awful. be thinking. You're not thinking. Like a, you're totally mental. You're not thinking. Well, again, another pleasant, well, pleasant show we brought to you. But check out Murder Calls. There were a few bonkers one where I just had to watch the beginnings to see the 911 calls. And there, you really almost then, you have to keep watching because they're so weird. Yeah. You have to say, what is the situation here and how, why is this happening? And some of these stories are bonkers. Yeah. And we have a couple new, we have a forensic files coming up next right. that we're going to do. Yes. And uh, we'll find some more good stuff. Right. You guys, if you are not in our Facebook group yet, please get there. Join immediately. It is hysterical. Yes. You can see all the, like, you can see the weird ass put in a sanity. No, what was it? Asylum. Yeah. Asylum um, reasons list, for a woman. Yes. Being a woman was the reason. Find find your, what do you call that when you get, when you go into the hospital? Your admission, your your admitting papers. Yeah. What's your diagnosis to get in and let us know. So find our Facebook group and join. It's always the husband podcast group. We have Um, an Instagram. You can follow us on a Twitter. Um, We love messages from people. If you can give us a review, we would love it to be able to get some more reviews. Reviews. Even just ratings. We would love it because that's, again, how podcasts really do get noticed. So just take a second, scroll that down. That would be and, so helpful. Yes, give or us some happy. stars. Um, and, of course, yes, you can check out our Patreon if you... That we would be most grateful. You'd get your name on a He-Man wig and yeah. up on our wall. Did you yes. put our two new ones up no, yet? No, I have to get them up. Oh, I have my He-Man wigs here. Yeah. Yes. So we can look at your names and be so grateful for you. Next to our Burt Reynolds on a bear rug Woo! picture. And then a weird Star It's a Darth Wars. Vader. Darth yeah. Vader? I don't know. I just found it in the garage and put it up there. Oh, what happened to the actual He-Man thing that your mom got? Oh, it's upstairs. Still. Oh, I have to put okay. it down. And I have a he- real He-Man, too, in the garage somewhere. And I have my Golden Girls magnets. Yeah. Oh, We're you guys. By our yep. And my Dolly Parton yes. books. What would Dolly do? I know. We should start off or end with every... Uh, what would Dolly do? With, what would Dolly, Dolly do? We should. I bet it would make us feel better. Well, she has. Instead of talking to She's lived a life. Murder. Yeah. What would Dolly do? What would she do? What's one? She would say, put wings on your dreams. Oh. That sanitarium chair is mine. What would Dolly do to make her dreams come true? She would find the time and space to dream. She would have a vision of what is possible and write it down. The thing is, though, Dolly has um, immense 
uh, gifted talent. Yeah. And I have, um, I don't know, a cat. <laughs> I'm here. She's That's telling you she wants you to make the most of what you've got. What if you got zilch? <laughs> How do you make zero into anything else? You can't. Zero times zero is zero. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact, Dolly. It's a fact. Dolly fucking wrote, I will always love you and Jolene in the same night. Um, that is yes. unfair. And of course she would dream big because she can. Well, when you're talented, you can. Right. The when you're not talented, you need to know songs. enough to just, yeah. just say, well, I tried and I failed. And then I look at Lionel Richie next to me in his bowling shoes. And I well, just... yes. Lionel, too, has talent. I th- Boys to men, which the talent God is not it. as apparent. Back- boys to men? I mean, Backstreet Boys. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I my Backstreet God. Boys. Blasphemy. I know. I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, Backstreet Boys. Mm. I didn't mean it. Okay, um, that's what Dolly right. would do. Yes. Just take time to dream. Take time to dream and pay for a divorce. Don't God strangle your spouse. No. Oh, Spencer. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.